Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to week 32 of the Foot Weekly podcast. We have a content podcast for you and we also have for you, as we pretty much always do, uh, Japes. Welcome back. Thank you much, Ben. Excited to be approaching team of the season, which is, mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to pack that many blues, but perhaps I'm going to learn a little bit more about grinding some SPCs. I'm getting some more blues in the future. Yeah, we have some guests who know all about that. First of all, mm. we've got Josh, Spreadsheet FIFA. Welcome back again. Yeah, nice to be here. Nice to be here. I'm uh, I'm on with the boss today, so I've got to watch what I say. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Mm. And uh, we have with us, as mentioned, Nepenthes, welcome back to the pod. How you doing, mate? Very good, yeah. Thanks for having me on again. Ah, it's good to have you, especially as we're going to be doing a pound-for-pound pound powerhouse of the cycle so far, uh, which is is a good time with Team of the Season around the corner. And the fact that, I don't know, I feel like pound-for-pound pound this week is going to be pretty comfortably won by Tammy Abraham, no? Yeah. Can I, can I give an outside shout to the Eric Lamella road to the final card after yeah. Sevilla's mm. pounding of Manchester United. That's an outrageous card for 63k. But yeah, it is Tammy Abraham. Also because if they get to the final, he gets five star week fit, is that right? I think so, yeah, which is massive yeah. him because he's 4-3. Yeah. I thought it was 6-4. A lot shorter than just, I thought. Just terrible. The dad <laughs> jokes have started already. Hey, oh. hey. It's funny, I immediately thought in reference to Juru's six-star skills, which um, you know, if people want to search for him and skills, they'll they'll see what I mean, I think. Oh, but before we get into this, can I just interject, please? Because I had a debate on stream, a lengthy debate where I got a lot more invested than I should have done. Is Giroud world-class? Giroud? Yeah. Mm. Well, he's definitely uh, a scorer of world-class goals. He's won the World Cup. He's won... Yeah lots of leagues he's national top scorer uh, hasn't he won the Champions League as well yeah he has indeed and also won the Champions League with Chelsea like I don't know how you could ever say he's not world class yeah, though isn't John O'Shea only missing the World Cup or, or something like that yeah I was on that on that stream debating in the comments uh, for me I think you struggle to name 25 genuinely better strikers over the course of his career well well time 25 is the threshold for world-class now? I think over a decade-long career. I think to be world-class, you've got to be in the top 10 in your position for a period of, a, like, for a season or two in your career. And I think there's been several points in his career where he's been top 10, mm. which sounds mental, but I want you to go through his career and you will really struggle to find 10 better strikers than him, which maybe means that my barrier for world-class is a little bit too low. I think he has a world-class career, and does score world-class goals. And his highlight reel 
will be better than pretty much anyone else's highlight. I, I don't think anyone mm. else will have a highlight reel yeah. like it. <laughs> yes, so Messi true. and then Giroud. I think that's the one. <laughs> yeah. like, does go. Messi have a Pushkas award though? I don't think he does. <laughs> Mm. Doesn't, he, like, doesn't he for the uh, for his like mazy run when he was like nineteen? Oh and yeah, he, do you know what? He, actually, he might. Yeah, he that replicated was a Maradona. Hold on, let's 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 answer this question in a FIFA way. Does world class mean that they get a hero or icon card? Mm. Yeah, I would say so. But then again, um, icon, yes, hero, maybe not. So they don't have to be world class to get a hero card. I wouldn't say so. No, I think the heroes is more geared towards like fan favorites. Okay, yeah. so world-class players would get an icon card. Over, over the span, if their career's over the span of a decade, and you'd say they were world-class for a decade, if that's true, they would probably be in line for an icon card. Yeah. Does Giroud get an icon card? 100%. No, no way. No way. <laughs> I think he deserves, deserves one along the likes of, like, Barn, John Barnes. Like, if you look at career-wise... Barnes has an icon card. Oh, I forgot John Barnes is an icon. I forgot he's an icon. Yeah. I think I think when I look at like icons of the game though, they're like players that in some ways have like redefined, maybe not like redefined, but like defined that position at some point in their career. And I don't know if Giroud was ever a defining striker. Yeah, he probably he probably hasn't been, yeah. But I do think that he is like, which is impossible to classify, but he's like a, a proven winner and like big game player. Mm. And I think in like sports, that goes an incredibly long way because there are certain players like that, that just seem to know how to get the job done. I think Giroud has proved over the course of career, his career, he is absolutely one of those. But I don't know if he's like a truly defining like striker during his time. Yeah. He has a absolute world-class resume, but I don't know if you'd say he's a world-class player. Mm. And, that, and that was my biggest hang-up, is like, how can somebody have, have achieved everything he's achieved, including individual awards, team awards, national awards, winning the biggest competition in the world, and then still not be considered world-class? It just... I, I get the argument for it, mm. but it also doesn't make sense. To be fair, I would say... <laughs> if you're categorizing forwards in different ways, rather than just like every striker is judged on the number of goals they've scored. If we're looking instead at best target men, link up play type forwards, he is world-class in terms of there being few, if any better than him over that period. Maybe? I mean, we, let's, let's do this. Would you call Would you call Danny Carvajal a world-class right back? I suppose if we're doing that top 10, uh, you know, over a period of time, yeah, he probably has been a top ten right back in the world for a period of time. That's but that's probably fair. I mean, he he had mm -hmm. like my, I guess my like thought process. Maybe he's like not the one to like go through that. Is there are probably some players that have been hanging out at Real Madrid over the past decade. <laughs> yeah, Na Nacho is one of the guys. Yeah, that came Nacho up, exactly. Where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah he, he's not really world class, and 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 that that is is difficult even for Carver Howard because. He's just, I, I suppose, like Giroud, right? He's just been consistently very good, but not particularly outstanding. Mm. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't like position defining like Danny Alves seemed to be with his, during his yeah. run with Barca. I don't. Know, these are, these are fun debates. I know Ben wants to move on, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a good debate. It's funny because the reason that came up was I think because Nep misheard me saying. Giroud, as in Johan Giroud. Oh, you didn't say Giroud? I didn't even say Giroud, I don't think. No, I, think I said Giroud. Well, Johan Giroud definitely yeah. was world class. Yeah, you yeah. Some exactly. of the other goals he scored, so it has to be a special level for that. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at the skill, genuinely different class, uh, have a Google. And actually, after that, you could Google support for weekly because there's a 36,000 feet point giveaway going on on the Patreon. A quick plug for that. But yeah, let's get into talking about current content. Tammy Abraham, yeah, just clear pound for pound powerhouse winner. Lengthy, even with engine, he's got room for upgrades because he's a road to the final. Potential to get the five-star week for another upgrade and five-star skills should stay lengthy throughout that as well, even with an engine, uh, which is great. I used him in champs and he got 60 goals in 30 games and through champs and playoffs and got 18 assists which is yeah ridiculous i think the only other important bits of content i guess we've seen are the two showdowns ben white for arsenal and gundawan for city both extremely expensive to be honest um, but i guess nep you'd probably be doing ben white anyway right i will be but they they are priced unless they get five star five star on like a plus four or something i even and even then 
I don't understand, man. 800,000 coins for that Gundogan. It's with yeah, Team it's of the insane. Season literally this week. It's mm. just a ludicrous price. It's probably the worst valued SBC of all time. Well, so actually it reminded me, I feel like, was it two years ago, maybe, that Gundogan had a oh, yeah. Team of the mm. Year SBC that was also stupid overpriced yeah. at the time. Like, I don't know if Gundogan has ever had an SBC that was reasonably priced. I know it's a different league, but there's a live card, the road to the final Barella. Now he's three star, three star, which for a lot of people will be more than enough to make up that 400k difference. But he's just a better card in terms of his stats. And he's still got the potential to get upgraded. If Inter beat Milan in the semis, he gets the five star week for upgrade as well. Like, and his, if you look at his dribblings, way better. His stamina is much better. He can actually defend compared to Gundogan. Like, it is, it's a Premier League tax plus the pricing of it as if it's already upgraded on a showdown. It's like a classic EA pricing yeah. of an SBC. Well, it is interesting. The price of this did get me very intrigued and I went away and did a bit of nerdy stats research to work out how they got there. And if you bear with me for a sec, what I did was just set some thresholds below Gundogan's stats to see midfielders who are over four-star weak foot and if you set 85 and above reactions, 80 and above aggression, 80 and above finishing, uh, 90 and above short passing, 85 and above defensive awareness, and 83 and above pace. As I said, bear in mind, he's a fair bit higher on some of these, like he's 85 pace, for example. Then the midfielders you get are Team of the Year De Bruyne, Team of the Year Bellingham, uh, two versions of Lothar, uh, trophy Titans Vieira, Fancy Foot Marcus Lorente, and Fancy Foot Park J Sung, the only two who are above 1.5 million coins. And Lorente's 700k, Park's 550, but is considerably worse, or not considerably worse, but a fair bit worse on the stats, to be honest, um, and isn't four star skills. So it's definitely high, but it's not like crazy, I wouldn't say. Like 450, I think would have been, you would have been saying to yourself like, hmm, I'd say I, okay, I completely for disagree. City links. The team of the season, I, like the Premier League being next Friday. Who are going to be the team of the season midfielders? Um, probably like Erdegaard, Thomas Party, you know, those kind of players. All the Arsenal players, basically. KDB gets in? Um, yeah, I think KDB gets in. I think Rodri gets in. I, I would I would definitely take Rodri over Gundogan. Uh, yeah, but then he's a defensive midfielder. They tend to be a bit cheaper, I'd say, and the, the true box-to-box players. I feel like they, they have a bit of a premium, maybe. Yeah, potentially that as well. But And again, but this is where I think, like, I bet if they're trying to get coins off the market, more people would have completed this and they would have got overall more car- coins and cards off the market if he was way more affordable. Mm. The other side to it is it's a showdown, which means it has a really short lead-in time before for you to complete the SBC. If this went for a month and was deep into team of the season, yeah. you could justify like a half a million price point because that'll come down to about 300k and you'll have so much fodder that you can just throw into it if you really need to do it anyway. But to give you like four days to complete a 700, 800k SBC mm. in a week that seems to be geared towards safe packs for team of the season, it just feels a bit like odd and off. Even even the Ben White card, Ben White's ninety rated card, which you know probably isn't going to get upgraded, is ten times the price of his eighty seven rated card with a negligible upgrade. Yeah, why is Tammy Abraham so much cheaper when the potential as a player is so much higher than those two? I would say it's the I'm telling it's England and it's the league. Yeah, like being English in Syria at Roma, it's like chemistry is a challenge. It, it is a challenge. Right, but obviously, just an English manager gives him at least the plus one. But the, and this is this has always been my debate for at least like the last four or five years at this stage of the game cycle, is if that Tammy Abraham got the current in-game stats after a boost of full chemistry, you'd be like, what a card! So why wouldn't you just play with him with just those in-game stats with no chemistry? Uh, yeah, I can see that for Tammy, right? But for someone like Ben White, surely he's not going to win. Well, I think at this stage in FIFA, yeah, ben, ben White because of the pace. But I think, you know, when you're yeah, talking yeah. about forwards and maybe midfielders where it's like, like they can, like all that Gareth Bale mm. 93 rate card, it's like that card's so good, you don't need chemistry. He's yeah, already yeah. insane in the right areas. Yeah, it's actually a good point on Tammy's stats being just that good. 
Yeah. I I also think that that comparison thing of, you know, what we're doing with Gundogan and going, look at Jason Park and what his price is at. If you go to like Diogo Jota fantasy foot, now it's Portuguese, which you could argue is an easier nation to link, better icons from Portugal, all that kind of stuff. Who's going to have a Eusebio and quite a few people from what I play against? <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah. He's the same rating. He's in the Premier League. He plays for Liverpool, who've got much easier links than Roma. And he's 210K for a fairly similar card that has five star weak foot. Now, he's not six foot five and he's not lengthy, but if you're looking for that comparison price wise, those two are similar prices. So you can kind of justify the price of Abraham being what it is whereas with Gundogan it's it's difficult to find a like like for like within a league or with better links for for kind of much much cheaper you've got that park but mm. I don't know if he's necessarily better yeah yeah I don't know it's it's, it's uh, you can make arguments either way for it but I, I do think SBCs this year we've seen an acceleration in the price of them because the drive towards untradeable has been so hard that it's like everyone should have untradeable fodder because we're going to giving you all of these you know, packs from objectives. We're giving you untradeable rewards from rivals. We're giving you loads of SBCs just with untradeable rewards. Everything's untradeable now. And so when you look at the coin value of an SBC, it's kind of, no, no one's going, well, I've got 800,000 coins. Let me put it into this SBC. Yeah, that's true. Everyone's <laughs> using stuff they've got in the club. And so uh, maybe the way that we look at the prices of SBCs needs to change. Yeah, and, and w- wouldn't that be nice if there was a way to like monitor how much fodder you've been you you know is easily accumulative over the last like seven days versus the price points or the the team expectations of SBCs because it could be like oh my god like an ATA rated squad but then it could be like oh by the way you've got like that Lampard and that Burkamp where you've got loads of cards in there you've got like eighty seven by fours for completing the um I can't remember what's called the the um, friendlies objective like. You, it might be a case of like, well, actually, if you just played the game, you'd, you'd just complete this irrelevant of the price in terms of coins. But that only works, in my personal opinion, if there is just, like with there is consumables, just let me stack players, man. Like, mm. stop, stop forcing me to use these 83s, 84s, and 85s in SPCs I don't want because you can't like arrange a duplicate storage system. That is true. Like I, I feel like myself, I don't know other people are doing this, but I've started discarding like 84s quite frequently just because otherwise you feel forced yeah. into doing SBCs, which just end up costing you more or you didn't really want to do. So I think, uh, yeah, that is a major issue. And it just feels so bad, like <laughs> yep. discarding any players. And I wish they'd do something about that. Actually, the... Uh, point you made about the number of packs available and also just it's just worth saying like we're saying the price of the SBC obviously but realistically as Josh was saying nobody spends the actual coins and fodder is easier to generate I feel like Gundogan's a bit of a weird one because he expires well before team of the season but any players that are out during team of the season as SBCs are going to be relatively cheap to complete and it feels like a lot of the longer range SBCs are kind of set up like that but I was actually going to ask you Neb the switch to untradables this cycle it feels fairly obvious that there has been a switch mm. towards that. How do you feel about that from your perspective? Is it a good thing? Is it fun? I don't know. I think, I think again, I, like obviously I've always typically had untradeables since they've been in the game, because, well, since SBC has been in the game because I've run Road to Glories and whatnot. But I think, I, I do think that if they just had a better system to stock your untradeables, I would mm. care way less about everything gearing towards being untradeable I think one of the positives that's come from it is we're getting way more gameplay related objectives, which I think is a genuine good thing. And, and I, mm. I think I wish I was still doing a road to glory now and I end up stopping it just after the world cup content because the world cup content was so bad. I was like, it's just, what's the point of doing a road to glory is gameplay is awful. This game is awful. But now looking at it, it's like, man, imagine like you could actually have lots of fun with a road to glory because there is so much to play for. There's so many cool cards out there and there's almost no pressure champs or rivals because you hinder yourself massively if you play rivals and champs is like casual it's probably the most casual game mode the thing that i really hate like really hate and i know it's a test for next year and i know that we as a community as a collective have failed to test massively but spending coins or fifa points on untradeable packs is probably the stupidest thing that you can do 
unless you absolutely know exactly what you're getting from that pack. I don't know if I fully agree with that. Well, go on. For me, if I like play, I don't know, champs and rivals and say I want to take coins, if there's a pack in the store that's, I don't know, called 400K and it has a icon included in it, guaranteed. If I want to say, like for those folks that are taking tradable packs, like especially and selling them and they don't have stuff in their club, like if I, rather than going out and purchasing all of these cards on the market, if I can go and in one button press play Icon Roulette, like, dude, I'm here for that. Mm. I, I, I get it, like, in terms of ease, I suppose, James. It's easier to just be like, oh, let me buy a pack where I know I'm going to get an Icon instead of open loads of 150 FIFA point packs, sell everything, and then buy an Icon. I, I do get that. I, I, just, I, I, think, I just think it's a slippery slope for where we're going. And on, on the whole, like, generating coins thing, Josh and I talked about this like a couple of months ago at this stage about like how we, I actually think it's incredibly easy to generate coins. And so I went and got that 99 loan team that was an objective a couple of weeks ago. And I've just finished playing the 99 games out in, and all I played was champs, champs qualifiers and rivals one time to get the points to play it. And I'm going to have about 900,000 coins at the end of it. Oof, that's crazy. So what's the finish you've been getting in champs with that team? Uh, I was stopping at nine or six wins just to try and like elongate the number of times I could do it but it's like like the point wow. is like the team's yeah. terrible but it's like you, you don't need insane teams or all these insane players and you don't need to continually do these SBCs that then you know you play three games with and sit in your club and you can afford the best players in the game because I've I haven't like really like I haven't run the account efficiently I haven't done all the other things that could have got me a lot more coins and whatnot but just by playing the key modes the core modes in the game over like four or five weeks, that's what I've generated. Mm. And that, yeah, that doesn't yeah. include rivals and stuff like for more rewards and whatnot. And it's, and it's with a, a 99 game loan team. It's like, yeah, you, you like, okay, it might take you the whole year to be able to get that R9, mm. but you well, can do it. I'm glad you mentioned that actually, because it's a point I've made on the podcast over the years and, and talked about in terms of my approach to the cycle. And last cycle I did more trading this cycle I haven't really done much at all and that's been interesting because it's really demonstrated the amount of coins you can rack up without doing that even without the more recent inform investing I've done uh, I would have reached a total just going tradable rewards just selling everything basically and only using untradables for SPCs and things I have got six or seven million coins yeah and once I've sold the informs it'll be you know eight or more and then when team of the season comes around you'll be able to buy anyone you want you'd hope so of course yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the case study for taking tradable stuff, though, right there. Yeah, and you do, of course, occasionally hit something big tradable, right? I mean, it doesn't happen very often, maybe once a cycle at best, but if you do it enough, I uh, got Road to the Final for Mino this year. By the time I actually sold him, it was 800k, but still quite a, a valuable play. Money goes back into the pot. Or like there's an 800k Gundogan SBC, and I've got no fodder, <laughs> so I've just gone, buy all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, actually, I think you buy park don't you and uh, you sell them when yeah. the time comes and you haven't lost so much and you've kept your tradable value and uh, yeah you need to avoid though james things like those uh, big coin packs right yeah ben that's not that's not reasonable <laughs> well, talking <laughs> about it being a reasonable i've kind of thought maybe it's a bit unreasonable because the amount of time you got to put in playing the game for the tradable rewards and then the ability to get to that kind of level and champs and then also i guess being kind of disciplined about it um yeah but maybe it isn't that unreasonable for people to to do this more casually yeah i, I don't think it is it, it, it depends on your um like it depends on what you like yeah if you want to grind the living daylights out of everything that comes in the game you'd have even more coins and loads of fodder but if you mm. want to play casually you absolutely can you know like like i say like 20 games of champs to get six or nine wins you can throw like 10 games and and go from there it's, it's a couple of hours a week and maybe an hour or two for um, qualifiers and I've on purpose like not used players that I've collected accidentally that would improve my team and improve my experience just to prove that with this one ninety nine loan game team I can still achieve something good. So yeah, I don't think it's that much of a time commitment. I, I think I I think one of the reasons why Road to Glory has kind of became so popular throughout the years. I don't really know why it died this year though. Is that people just mismanage their clubs mm. massively. And it causes everyone to be in this, like, you know, you get that fear of missing out, like, oh, new icon SBC, I really have to do it. I've got, I'm going to sell, you know, the best player in my team to fund it and get rid of some fodder that I might have had fun with. And then you open the icon pack and you get, like, you know, like Michael Owen base card or something. And you're just like, 
you're just deflated and devastated, and, but you go and do it all again, you know? Like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, you have yeah. done, isn't it? Man, I did that. I, I did this icon pack twice, the most recent one. First one pulled Prime Cafu. Nice. So I'm like, so I'm stoked about that. I'm like, you know what? We're going to do one more, and which is always just the wrong decision. And I've packed for the second time this cycle now, 90 rated Prime Vieri. Nice. <laughs> Oh man, that is one of the worst. Yeah, I, I got a team of the Evandasara out of mine and pulled it oh. away there. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Damn. Just real quick to get Vieri twice. The and I'm talking. I think it's Vieri, the 90 rated Italian striker, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is like not very fun to play with because I've tried to force the issue with him the first time I packed him. It's just not that fun. St- the statistical probability of that is insanely low. Mm-hmm. And I know I am not the only one out there where you get the exact same card again. Not mm-hmm. not this year, but last year, I got Ica Casillas in three consecutive icon packs, <laughs> the same one. And I got the- David Beckham's prime five times. Statistically, <laughs> yeah. like almost impossible. Yeah. Almost like bordering on impossible. So, and I like so that's like EA just changed the back end algorithm very very quickly to like recognize that if you've packed a specific card before let in like one of these icon roulette ones you just won't pack it again yeah that's a nice idea actually because there's enough of a pool that it wouldn't stop you packing a dud right <laughs> so they it can't be that bad for them <laughs> and, and wouldn't that incentivize people again more that might be sitting there looking at their 100%. team 100 yeah, like, oh, yeah. already got all the mid and low end icons now i'm definitely doing it because this cruyff is on its way or this ronaldo is on its way mm. yeah it's coming yeah. it's come like hope hope and like belief that it can happen to you is what sells packs. Mm. And all you're doing is ratcheting those levels up. Yeah. Had, so, yeah. and just two things on that. Firstly, it's something that's been in eFootball or pe- back when it was Pez for a long time is the concept of clearing, they used to call them collection boxes. If you cleared a collection box, you guaranteed every player in that box, regardless of who it was. And secondly, I have seen rumors that for, EA Sports FC, the pack weight is going to be dynamic. The more packs you open, your odds are going to get better if you don't pack something big, which would lend itself to an idea of clearing out a pool of players and not packing a duplicate. Mm, okay, it'd be interesting to see how they handle that kind of thing if they do it. Um, on this topic, actually, in my 90-plus prime, whatever it is, pack, I did get prime best version in the database on re and he's not going to make him to my team and that's still just wild to me it is just crazy i mean he's what one of the better forwards technically if not for goal scoring and just all-round influence of the premier league era and yet he has 66 balance and 86 composure on his best version in the game even beyond the fact that obviously yeah he should really have some additional special items on top of that I feel like, Nep, even with your Arsenal bias aside, maybe most disrespected icon? Oh, he 100% is. Wasn't he partnered with Pez? Oh, was that why? I didn't, I didn't pick that up, actually. Maybe that is why. I tend to think that EA, like, if they're not like exclusive EA partner icons or you know, haven't gone out and partnered with another game, I, I tend to think that they just don't really give them much. Like, you, you can pick up a handful of icons and just be like, yeah, why have they either got nothing or maybe one like one card but maybe not I might be wrong it might just be that they just hate Henri or something like overrated maybe there's a lot of Irish people working for EA a lot of Irish people yeah. <laughs> they do have an Irish office no, let's, let's, let's go back to that world class discussion <laughs> yeah. here would you take Henri or Giroud oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I guarantee you by the end of this game Giroud will have a better card yeah. it'll have more than 66 balance I guarantee you well I mean Giroud's World Cup stories already has 80 balance. <laughs> it's, it's ludicrous. Uh, uh, anyway, we should probably get back to what we were talking about a long while ago now, which is the pound for pound powerhouse of the cycle so far. The best value player. There'll be a poll for the winner over on the Foot Weekly Podcast Twitter at Foot Weekly Pod. So do go and vote. Uh, we start with the uh, least regular guest, which would be you, Nep. So who would you nominate as your best value pound for pound powerhouse? of the cycle so far and yeah they can be an objective player an SBC player from anywhere basically 
I actually have like a whole bunch. Um, oh yeah, go for it. Far away. The the first the first ones are like more of the collective, and it is every single player that has the dynamic image of them holding the World Cup for Argentina. They mm. were all insane. That Enzo Fernandez, that Acuna card, the Di Maria card, the McAllister, like just as a collective, it like. I think, oh yeah, Di Maria is value. Yeah, though everyone went wild when those dynamics came out, you know. And uh, for me, that Acuna card was, and the Enzo were probably like two of my all-time favorites. So I, I really like those. I, I think outside of that, Patrick Vieira, obviously, you know, like an, an an icon as powerful as him in swaps. I never thought we'd see today, but there he was. Um, and that Gareth Bale that I talked about earlier is definitely up there. Mm. But for me, the the for, for me personally, again, like the pound for pound best card that you got in this game, I think was that winter wild card Kieran Trippier. Oh. Like for just two tokens, he was unreal. And his power chance. shots were unreal as well before people like really exposed the meta. Um, he's got 89 shot power. So popping the ball up from 40 yards and hitting a banger with him it was just yeah it was it was really good for that time of the game that's a really good shout I didn't even think about him uh, yeah and Di Maria is someone actually that a listener did mention so I'll give the rundown from Maka here saying that uh, you know he had that unique body type plenty of good links with all the Juve content uh, Hunter meant max pace 90 plus on all shooting stats agility dribbling ball control composure vision crossing curve all 90 plus even reactions were 89 uh, this came out 4.5 months ago, 2.5 months into the cycle for around 100k, basically the same face stats as the recent Pires SBC, which was seven times the price months later. Almost felt like a mistake at the time. And yeah, it felt like they were being extra generous because it was the World Cup and they wanted to generate hype around it. Uh, he was so good for me as well for, for quite some time. Um, but yeah, let's move on to you, Josh. Who would you go for for your pound for pound of the cycle? So I want to take you back before Harry Kane blazed his penalty over against France and uh, <laughs> before we had patches in the game and back when FIFA 23 was new, the halcyon days of discovering lengthy was a thing. And there was a centre-back that everybody used because he was this year's Kimpembe. And that was Ronald Araujo from mm. Barcelona. His 83 gold centre-back from early in the game was unbelievable and was the most annoying player to come up against. And he started off a bit expensive, as all of those kind of overpowered centre-backs do. But he dropped to like a 1,000 coins almost immediately and is genuinely like... He, he, he was viable for at least like two or three months in the game. And then, then we started getting like a little bit of a shift upwards once we hit the World Cup. But his his gold card was unbelievable. I do want to like a little shout out to that road to the knockouts, Ben Asser, who was like a 25k SBC and ended up at like 87 rated. And when his foot fantasy came out just a few weeks ago, it was one rating higher than that 87 and only a little bit better. And yeah, that Ben Asser was a, an amazing card, even like through the World Cup into sort of January time. So they would be mm. my two. But Araujo is my, my first one just because, he, yeah, he caused some nightmares early days. Yeah, yeah. That's a good throwback. And Japes, what about yourself? Uh, this is going to, I don't know. I don't know what kind of take this is. Look, there's one player that I am so sick of playing against <laughs> and absolutely redefine the position for anybody who wanted to win games of FIFA. And that is that Sergio Ramos card. Yep. The flashback. Yep. And like... I know, I know the card's expensive and I know like pound for pound, but that if you look at like pound for pound in some ways is like you put the coins in and how long that player you're going to get like meaningful time out of that player. I don't, I don't know if there's been an SBC that's been to that level. Like he, he completely defined that position and mm -hmm. that is. That is value, and it pains me to say it. I didn't do him because I have feelings about PSG <laughs> in general. <Yep. laughs> you know, I, it's, it's no secret there. I, I so I like never completed that card. I do. I regret it. I don't regret it because he would be in my team right now because he was. He is seemingly that good that even if you 
are not a fan, what he does for you in FIFA is like such a high level that it's hard to hard to ignore. So he is probably my pound for pound of the cycle as much as it pains me to say it. I feel like people accept that he's what, like the second best centre-back in the game, basically, after Team of the Year Virgil. Is that right? Would anyone disagree? I mean, I can't say Alberto for me. would obviously be up there, but I don't think I've seen many people offer anyone else. Yeah, but if you've got if you've got Ramos and you have, say you have Team of the Year Virgil and you have Ramos, like, are you going to go out and do Carlos Alberto? Yeah, yeah, probably not in that situation, but... Probably not. And think about when this Carlos Alberto card came out. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Not to mention, not to mention the links to freaking Mbappe. yeah. I, it just, it makes, it's, that card still makes me feel ill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was nominated as well by a listener. So I should mention that, make Ballet mentioning him. And uh, yeah, I think that wraps up uh, the guest nominations here. But in terms of other players that Lister has mentioned, Road to the Final, Diaby was mentioned a lot. And I mean, yeah, he was under 100K. Uh, Alex here saying, take a look at his stats with Deadeye. And in my opinion, he's a runaway winner, especially now he's got finesse outside foot shots. And if Leverkusen advance, he gets the five-star weak foot. He's one of the best attackers in the game at that point, I reckon. Uh, plenty of positional flexibility with French links too. And yeah, uh, he was ridiculously good value. And uh, yeah, someone I see now you know, all the time still and may continue to do so. Every year there is a road to the final card that like pops up mm. that is insane value and people are like, man. Yep. That card was like epic value. And this is why EA, if you're listening, every club needs road to the final cards. Yep. Also, shout out, shout out to Xavi Alonso, last Bundesliga team left standing in Europe and brought Leverkusen from being in relegation when he took over to six in the league, still in Europe and mm. well on their way. Childhood best friend of Mikel Arteta. There's your fun fact. Rumored to be the next West Ham manager as well. What a what a come down that would be. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> just give him the Chelsea job. Just give him the Chelsea job. He's actually also someone who got quite a few mentions for Pound for Pound Powerhouse, that team of the year icon. Pretty popular. Not someone I've used, but yeah, can be a pain to play against. Yeah. Uh, staying in the midfield, Splashies was mentioning Kefren Churam. SBC came in at 170k and he's played over 600 games for me. Really feel like I got Patrick Vieira for 170k with better dribbling and possibly better distribution from a holding mid. He plays just like him and I've tried the prime Vieira as well. He's an unreal card and I can't wait to try his team of the season. And actually that segues us nicely onto team of the season, which we can do a little bit of a preview chat about. We're going to have community team of the season on Friday and then the following week will be Premier League team of the season. If you want predictions and a rundown of what's going on, then you can go to foot.gg forward slash TOTS. And yeah, just interested to hear thoughts on what people are hoping for, what people are expecting. Uh, Josh, let's come to you first. Any particular things that you're thinking about around team of the season at the moment? What I'm hoping for team of the season is that in the first week where they have the opportunity to kind of like lead into the rest of team of the season, they kind of let us know what's going to happen. And what I want to happen is every week for each of the major leagues and the minor league that's been released, there's going to be a friendly that is like three minute halves or golden goal or whatever. And it's a first owner team from that league. And you can just do it repeatedly to get packs it can be a seven and a half K pack. I really don't care. Just something in game that you can go in, have some fun. If you get a player from that league or if you get a pack of team of the season player, you can go, oh, I'll take it into that and we can run that because release the kind of uh, upgrade SBCs yesterday that are decent to grind and mix them with league SBCs and they're going to be there for the whole of team of the season. That's great for the menus. I want something similar in gameplay that gives me at least some solace that I have 195,086 rated special cards in my club from all the different leagues and I've never played a game with them. Like, give me somewhere to use them. That's all I want. Yeah, that's a good point. We've got the one league friendly at the moment, which seems like it might be something they use throughout. So I guess that's worth thinking about if you're completing players or, you know, picking up specific items. They might be, it might be worthwhile working on a specific league, I guess. Nep, what about you? Uh, any particular hopes, dreams, or you know, concerns around team of the season? I, I've I've really enjoyed the gameplay content recently, mm. but I do agree with what Josh says there. In that, like, as there's you know, actually, I think something either you or Jape said earlier is like they, you know, you got this insane player or an icon or whatever, and they just won't get into your team. And I think that's stupid. 
like, you know, before even for swaps, it used to be a Portuguese league and a French league or a French team. And it's like, okay, it gave you that reason to be like, all these players have been hoarding this year. I can mm. finally use them. So hopefully they do do something gameplay related that is repeatable because I think that would be a massive win. I don't know why they would want us to only stay in the menus. Well, I kind of do because in the menus you can go to the store and in the game you can't. But, I, I, you know, it would be nice to have that. But somebody in my stream the other day was like, they're just engagement farming with the way they limit how much you can do certain things in certain areas. You know, like even that um, Trophy Titans thing, seven upgrades per day. You know why? Mm. Because it was actually efficient. Like, mm. like they dare not give you something that you can grind at your leisure. And that worries me a little bit for the biggest, pro or, you know, maybe not the biggest promo these days, but one of the biggest, you know, one of the uh, marquee promos of the game cycle. It worries me that, and we've already got it with the daily login. It worries me that it'll be like, oh yeah, there'll be a really cool team of the season event where like the end reward for playing, you know, getting 20 wins in the team of the season cup is a five team of the season player pack, but you get three games per day. And it's like, mm. I just, they just need to not do that. And I think people will be elated. And we're so deep into the game cycle now with rumors of um, EAFC being released in August this year. Like there's effectively like four months of this game left. Like let, just let people have fun now. D d stop like, stop like stopping people from playing your game at their leisure. Mm and just let them go. That would be my hopes and dreams for Team of the Season content. Yeah, I agree. Because it kind of, I don't know, with the content that's been flying around anyway, people's teams are pretty strong, so they've got to allow for yeah. uh, a bit of freedom and a bit of, um, yeah, not holding on to the power curve so much like they did after Team of the Year. Um, I think they've started to release things a bit, but... Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see how they kind of play. This has it. been the most uh, bizarre yeah. power curve of any FIFA. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Anything from you, Japes? I'll like take it from like a, a higher level standpoint. There's going to be a major letdown with Team of the Season if you don't see skill move and weak foot upgrades on par with what we've been seeing. Mm. And um, I hope that there is. I would love to see at least one SBC card for each league that has like pretty significant upgrades mm. in those areas that at least make like I just want to think to myself like yeah this card could get into my team if I wanted to use this league because mm. if you have like a bunch of cards like that I don't mind if we're going to like if for a week I see the exact same Premier League card in everybody's team because I've been playing against Mbappe and Ramos for ages now mm. so anything will feel a little spicier than that. And so I just hope that they take that into consideration and give players at least a one, at least a one star boost to their lowest. So if they're like four star skills, three star weak foot, just make them four star, four star. Yeah, Just yeah. boost it, just boost it a little bit. And so that you start to see these people just have to think like, Hmm, Nah, that's a better upgrade. I think it'll. I think it'll help. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, the skill move weak foot point is is a very good one. I think we got to see some. We did see some last year, but it'd be nice to see a little bit more. I but, think, but like know. rarely. You, yeah, you yeah. just saw you saw so many cards that were still like three star, three star, mm. and it was like once you've introduced the idea of like five star, five star heavily or four star, you know these upgrades heavily. Mm. That is what becomes the curve. And that is what people are going to want to see. And you can't go backwards on that. Yeah. Because you're putting, using those players, then you put yourself at a competitive disadvantage. And for people wanting to have fun and like play the game, just give them the upgrades. Yeah. I hope we see some team of the season icon and hero content because that's been really fun. And if we see it alongside I hope so too. each team, that would be great. Like, you know, for each league, get a relevant player in as a, a team of the season oh, icon give me version. My, give me my Voler. Give me Vola. yeah, exactly, something like that. I still, I still use his World Cup card, Ben, or like a Vieri or something. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Just as an extra point as well, they've now, if you check in game, champs will start at eight PM on Friday, so they've moved champs to be in line with team of the season again, like they did last year. Uh, so it'll probably be extended a bit longer as well. Yeah, I would assume so into into Tuesday probably. Uh, it'll be it'll be similar to last year, which I think a lot of people preferred having those extra few days. Yeah, and it's looking like we'll be going back to team of the season red picks, um, which is good, including main league team of the season red picks at eleven wins or above, and then a team of the season tradable packs at fourteen wins and above. 
which should be good. And uh, actually, if you fancy brushing up on your gameplay tips in order to reach that next rank, then this week's gameplay podcast will help. And next week's, uh, this week's gameplay podcast, though, it's a supporter exclusive episode because this content podcast is on the main feed. And actually, if you fancy becoming a supporter, it's a really good time to do so because there is a 36,000 FIFA point giveaway going on on the Patreon and it's just £3 a month to support. So if you've been considering it, or even if you haven't, but you want to sign up, then do search support for weekly. You're keeping the podcast going and you'll be getting loads in return too. You can do that uh, just by searching support for weekly or follow the link in the description or go directly to bit.ly slash tots23. So that's bit.ly slash tots in caps 23. Um, before we wrap up quickly, Josh thoughts on the recent upgrades because it could be a nice way of getting some packs in for team of the season as well right yeah definitely they they've released the bronze and silver upgrades um and they've called them prime bronze or silver upgrades compared to they were just bronze upgrade and silver upgrade and it, you now essentially you can get one gold card for every four bronze cards that you put into the first segment so if you do mm. If you like doing a bit of bronze pack method, especially combining it with the new um, league SBCs that although the rewards aren't quite as good in terms of like the quality of some of them, you get more players back than you did in the old league SBCs, which makes the whole thing kind of a little bit more efficient in terms of you're getting more cards out than you're putting in. And Mm. so you'll always be sort of building the number of cards in your club. You can put them back into the silver upgrades or the bronze upgrades, depending on what they are. And you've also got the trophy crafting upgrade if you want to. You've got the 83 plus upgrade that's repeatable. You've got, if you want to go for the league specific ones, I think the league specific upgrades are massively overvalued right about now. Um, But you can absolutely save like end packs from the league SPCs and be super efficient with it. If you don't want to do bronze packs, you can just go kind of straight into the league SBCs. You're going to lose a few coins. You're probably going to lose coins like overall, but the pack value you'll get back will be way, way higher. And it's well worth doing, I think. And Mm. as we get into TOTS with so many packs being opened, the price of some of the more expensive sections will keep coming down. So definitely, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely something to have a dabble in. And yeah, it'll be on NEP's second channel. So Nepenthes 2 um the how to grind the league SBCs. nice good to know and uh yeah we'll say our goodbye so nep been fantastic to have you back on the podcast thank you very much for coming on yeah thanks for having me yeah, it's been a great chat yeah has indeed and thank you very much as well to josh as always been great to have you on this content podcast yeah it's been good it's you know we'll be we'll be talking about the blues we've packed next week so i'm uh yeah oh, just excited so, yeah. for it <laughs> yeah and to japes as well thank you very much for coming on the pod as always we'll catch you on this week's supporter gameplay episode cheers ben hopefully we'll grab some blues this week though i'm not going to hold my breath for that um but be excited to talk about it next week anyway indeed and if you'd like a little help along the way whether it's uh, gameplay advice or those thirty-six thousand fifa points being given away then yeah head over to the patron enter that giveaway if you are a supporter or if you aren't then perhaps consider it as i said just three pounds a month you can go to bit.ly slash tots 23 or follow the link in the description or you can just search support for weekly. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And if you would like to subscribe, you can do so via all the various podcast platforms. And of course, on YouTube, where you can leave a like, drop a comment and subscribe. It definitely helps. If you are a supporter, a huge thank you for supporting this podcast and making it possible. And a big thank you too to those icon patrons. Dave B, Hugh J, Coach Vass, DJ FIFA player, Alan G, Alistair, Anthony R, Dominic P, Rob P, Jeff B, Stephen F, Tom B, Damon H, David S, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Neil P, Adam G, Dan W, Waterman, N Hagman, Harry A, Jake G, Roger D, Springford, Alec, Bracco, Nishant, Harry P, Alex M, Lee A, Brendan W, Andrew C, Joe W, Timothy J, Dylan, J Kell. Ibis24, Adam R, Sam K, Graham W, Andy, Ads H2K, and Brian V. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. 
At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. To every woman with a will and a workbench. Every mom with a miter saw she's not afraid to use. Every daughter with a drill and the drive. To the women who get their nail guns together. The ones who are welding the gap. The same ones who DIY like no one's watching. At the Home Depot, we see the potential in you because you see the potential in everything. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.